Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi, friends. It's me, Courtney, the Renaissance Mama, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy day to come check out the show. If it's your first time here, then welcome. Thank you so much. I am the Renaissance Mama, which means I am a very busy mama who runs her own business. Is <laughs> I, I have my three boys at home. I have my dog. I have my husband. And this show is just all about that. Parenting, running my business, juggling all the things, and wearing the many, many hats that mamas often have to wear. But today is actually a very special day. And this is a very special episode because it's my hundredth episode. <laughs> I am just so thankful, so grateful, like, oh my goodness, for my audience, for my, all of you. Just thank you, thank you, thank you. When I started the show, I didn't know where it was going to lead. I didn't know what was going to happen. All I knew is that I was missing something. I wanted to be creative. I wanted to to really, you know, just find that part of myself again. I'm not going to go through the whole story of, of what made me want to start this show and start a podcast and how it turned into a video show. I actually recently just did a show all about starting your own show and starting your own podcast. And that's where I tell kind of how I made that decision. So if you do want to check out that episode, it is a good one. I highly suggest it. But today, what I thought would be really special is just sharing some of my like aha moments, some of my takeaways, some of my favorite episodes, some of the episodes that I know are your favorites, and just share and celebrate this all together because I couldn't have done this alone, so I need to celebrate it with you, my incredible audience. So the first thing that I want to share with everybody, and I really just hope that this, if this is the only thing you ever get with from any of my shows, that this is what you take away from it. So if you are on the fence of tr thinking you want to create something, if you want to create a show, if you want to create a podcast, if you want to start a business, a start a side hustle, maybe you want to write a book, maybe you just want to make some sort of small change in your life. If you are thinking about doing something like that, I say do it. Just take the leap and it doesn't have to be a big scary leap. I'm not telling people to go quit your jobs and you know just run off and join the circus. I am just saying if there is something that you are like debating and something you know you want in your life, something that will make you happier, something that you maybe won't make you happier, maybe you just want to try it and see if it's a right for you, 
I say do it. Try it and do it. There was a few things that almost stopped me from creating this show. And I am so grateful that they didn't. I'm so grateful I was able to get past it and, and move forward and have the experiences I have had. The first thing that I was almost stopped me in my tracks was I thought, who's going to watch this show, right? Who's going to listen to it? Who, who, what if no one watches it? And how I got through that is I, I didn't care. I didn't care if nobody watched it. Cause when I first started creating it, I knew who I was creating it for. I was creating it for these busy moms who may be looking for a little bit more, maybe looking for a little bit of a change, maybe wanting to start a side hustle. Maybe they, they want to do something, but they're just not sure. I was knew who I wanted to speak to and I knew they would, they would find me. And I knew that if I just promised to myself and promised to them that I would show up every single week and provide content, provide entertainment, provide education, provide motivation. If I showed up every week and did those things, I knew someone would find it. Of course, I could spend a lot more time sharing this and promoting this. And I'm pre-warning you now, my friends, that is going to happen because now that I have these hundred episodes, I still can't even believe it, hundred episodes underneath my belt, I know how great the show is. I know what a difference it can make. So I am going to be just like sharing it everywhere. So that was the first thing that almost held me back. The second thing that almost held me back was I felt like I wasn't an expert. So I thought, how am I supposed to create these shows and talk to you guys and tell you about things when I'm not an expert on anything? Okay, maybe I'm kind of an expert on teaching kids musical theater. Like that might be where my expertise ends, but like even running my businesses, I, I know I'm not an expert parenting. I know I'm not an expert. So I was so worried that like people would not want to watch because I wasn't an expert and who was I to talk to you and tell you, you know, anything. And then I realized I didn't need to be an expert. In fact, if you want a show about learning how to grow a business and the best possible way you can, there are shows out there like that. If you want a parenting expert to tell you how to talk to your child and how to, you know, discipline them and how to encourage them, there are shows about that. There are experts out there already doing shows. What I realized was that my show and my voice was different. It was different because I'm not the expert, but what I am is I am that busy mama who was looking for a change, who was looking for something more, who knew I just needed to create something and do something and make a change. So I was my ideal audience member and I wanted to get out there and, and just start talking. And that's one of the things that people always say to me is that they do love about my show is that I'm just open and honest. And it's like, you guys are sitting here having a conversation with me. We're just hanging out. I'm not preaching to you. I'm not telling you, you know, this is the only way you can do something. Cause I don't know if it is or not. I just know that I love sharing either things that have worked for me 
things that may not have worked for me, sharing funny stories about myself and my family, and just sharing. So I am so happy that I, I didn't get stuck on the fact that I'm not an expert. I got, I got past it and decided that my voice was going to be what it is. It's going to be open and honest and your regular day mom who's just looking for that's something a little bit more in her life. And I I feel like I found it. I feel like I, I, I'm still growing. I'm still developing. I can't wait to see what's next because something else is coming that's going to be amazing. I know it is, but I, I knew I was going to be that voice rather than the expert or, you know, the person that those shows are out there. You can find those shows. And then the last thing that almost held me back from creating this show was would I know what to say? Not even would I know what to say, but like, would I, what if I ran out of ideas? What if I got 20 episodes in and then I didn't know what else to do, what else to say? And I will tell you that <laughs> that has not happened. I always find something to say. And why I think I find something to say is that I am looking for inspiration everywhere. I'm always reading blogs. I'm always listening to podcasts, but mostly I am always listening to my ideal audience member. So I keep going back to her, that busy mom, the mom who wants a little bit something more. I think of her and I talk to her. I have lots of friends that are those ideal audience members. And when we start having conversations and if I hear some topic coming up multiple times, I know okay, this is something I got to bring to the show. Or if I'm, I'm having conversations with a lot of people and I'm just hearing things and I, I'm in these conversations, I know this is something I have to bring to the show. I have to tell you, I had this aha moment the other day. I was on a walk with my dog and I was about to take some video content of him running because I always, I always do. I do the same content over and over again because it just makes me happy. So I'm like, I want to share with you. And I saw this woman who literally was standing in the forest, in the woods, just getting some sunlight on her face. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my goodness, that is the woman who I want to talk to. That's my ideal audience woman. Like that's that busy mom who literally just dropped her kids off at school, probably has a billion things to do today, but it's like, I need to stand here and enjoy some sunshine for a moment and enjoy some me time and, and maybe take some steps for some change in my life. So those are the three things that almost held me back from creating the show, but thank goodness they didn't. And if you are even debating, like I said, creating something, starting something, whatever it may be, I just say, do it. Do it and do it with intention and do it with the the openness of like, let's see what's going to happen next because you never know what is going to happen next. And if you don't just start doing it, well, then it's not going to happen, right? If you just always think about it or always question it, then it's not going to happen. So if you are debating anything like that, I say, my friends, take some action and you do it. All right, so those are just some of the reasons I almost didn't start the show. Now I wanna share with you some of the lessons this show has taught me. So one of the first one is, is you just have to be open to experiences. And I know I just sort of shared that, but I wanna delve into that just a little bit more. So when I first started the show, it was just a podcast. 
it was, you know, me with my microphone talking away and someone shared an opportunity to learn about this fired up network. And I looked at it and I thought, Oh, it's all sports. Like why, why would I even, you know, why would they be interested? Why? I didn't know what to expect, but I contacted the producer of that. And of course I met this incredible man who now is the owner and producer of Femme, saw what I was all about and just wanted to share what I did and my content and who I was. And because I was so clear on who I was, it was that I wanted to speak to, because I was so clear on what I thought my show was and what I wanted to chat about and how I wanted to show up. And because I did show up, I showed up every single week, even when I was away on vacation, even when my kids were sick, even when, you know, things were so busy and I, I was like, oh my God, how am I gonna have time to film an episode? I found a way to film an episode. So because of that consistency, opportunities, they, they were there, they, they showed up. And not only like opportunities showed up, but I was able to take them. Like I, there was times where I was like, like I told you, I was like, why, why, why would this sports network have any interest in what I, I was doing? But now we have the Femme Network. Now we have some really big news coming up about a brand new network that we are partnering with. Now we are growing and developing and, and creating this community of Femme supporters and audience members. And I am so honored to be part of that. I'm so honored to, you know, have this incredible team, see these other women, create this magic together. So you never know where opportunities are going to pop up. But if you have an opportunity or you are, are interested in something, I say, go for it, go for it and see where it leads you because you never know. And there's been times on the show and I've told you all where I try something like what I originally thought I was going to do with the show and this podcast. I didn't do. I changed my mind. I was like, oh my goodness. No, that's actually not for me. Thank you. Goodbye. But I have changed it and adapted and, and really just been open to what's next. Been open to let's try it. Let's see where it leads me and really just go on the ride. So that is one lesson that this show has definitely taught me. Another lesson and probably like the most important thing that makes me really, really happy is that this show has not only given myself a voice, so a spot that I can chat and talk about things and, and really, you know, investigate or research or learn or develop, but it's given me this opportunity to give other women a voice. So whether they come on the Femme Network and start their own show, that has happened, or they've been a guest on this incredible show. When I go back and I look at all of the top episodes, it's usually with one of my amazing guests. So if you haven't checked out some of my top episodes with guests, I would highly suggest there's one with Courtney McCarthy. Yeah, another Courtney, you can't go wrong, who owns this beautiful, it was a studio that, that used to be an in-person studio. Now she's changed everything to online and adapted and really created this community of women, serving women, supporting each other. Yeah. 
all the things I love. And she talks about just loving your body, which is such a huge thing that is constantly on women's minds, right? Like, how do I look? How am I studying? Oh my God. All those things. And we had such a great conversation with that one. There's one with Arden Reinhardt, who started a side hustle with Norwex and has just climbed the ladder. She is so inspiring. She's so incredible. And she's doing it at home with three little ones. One very little baby who is super cute. But hearing her story and why she does what she does and how she also creates this community of kick as power women and, and how they just show up. Another great episode is Tessa Campen, who was chatting all about finding your strengths and how you utilize your strengths in your, it doesn't have to be job, doesn't have to be career, but in your daily life. If you were doing all the things that not only you are good at, cause that's one thing, but that, like lights you up and like, it's just so easy and everything flows like such a fantastic episode. There's so many more though. Hillary Pagnuco, uh, I can't even name them all. They're amazing, but go back, listen to some of my episodes, especially with guests. They are absolutely incredible and being able to give these women voices, right? Giving them a platform to share their business and share their successes and share their struggles. Then I of course did my whole mom diary series with my friends. I will be getting back to very soon where I thought it was going to be sort of one thing. I thought these mom diary series would be like, Oh, I'm a mom with a newborn. This is how I'm handling life right now. And this is this. And then it took a turn in a totally different direction. My mom diary series just really once again opened my eyes to the fact that everybody has a story. Everybody has a story and that story needs to be told. I chatted with one mom who uh, was a surrogate for a family. I chatted with a mom who woke up and her child all of a sudden was had a physical disability. I chatted with a mom who had fertility issues. I chatted with a mom who moved across to another country for her for her family and, and just all the tools that it took on her. I chatted more importantly with real women, real moms, and just hearing their stories and, and what they do and, you know, learning the similarities, seeing the differences, but just knowing at the end of the day, we are all supporting each other. So it's a huge lesson that this, this show has taught me is just that everybody has their voice and I am so proud and so grateful that not only do I get to show up weekly and share that voice, but I also get to have these incredible women on the show and they are sharing their stories and their voices as well. This actually goes into my next point though, that with that voice and with those stories, I have definitely learned that I have to be aware of the stories I share, whether it's about my family, my boys in particular, those are three teenage, almost teenage boys who they don't necessarily always love when I tell stories about them. And even though I try to do it in the most respectful way, I always have to remember that their version is what they take away with it. So if they are embarrassed, then that's how they feel. So I never want that to happen, but I do have to be really aware when I'm sharing stories that I'm not just sharing it to, you know, a group of girlfriends at a coffee shop or at a party. 
I am sharing some of my stories, a lot of my stories, a lot of my vulnerabilities to the world. So that was a huge kind of lesson that I I needed to take in, that I've learned that I, I feel like I, I don't think I ever regret an episode. I definitely don't. I will tell you right now, I definitely have never regretted an episode that I've done, but I'm definitely more aware now of just keeping things maybe a little bit more vague when it comes to things that are not personally about me, right? It's one thing for me to share how I'm feeling or share what I did or share an experience. I'm comfortable with that sharing, but to pull in like a friend and lots of times to share about my friends, to pull in my kids or my husband, right? It's not necessarily fair for them to have this experience if they haven't chosen to do so. So just being really aware that like, this platform is incredible. It's given me a voice. It's given me an opportunity to share other people's voices, but to respect that I, I am choosing to do that and not everyone else may be choosing that. So great lesson. Uh, like I said, everything, everything is always a lesson to me. So if I can take away a tidbit or an aha moment, I, I am happy. I feel like life is a lesson. So why not take it and why not enjoy it? Now I want to share with you some of the top episodes from the last hundred episodes. I'm sorry, I'm still like having a hard time like getting that in my head. A hundred episodes. Like that is crazy. I, when I started this, I told you, I didn't know where it was going to lead. I just knew I wanted to do this. I committed to doing it. And now we are here a hundred episodes later. All right, so actually one of the most popular episodes ever is the first one. It was called, It's My Birthday, and I started a podcast. So this was before the show was even a video show. Like I said, I had a microphone, I I had my nerves, I had my little script. This was before I just kind of, you know, <laughs> do what I do now, which is chat and have a very decent, fun conversation. I I had my script, I had what I wanted to say. And if anything was, as I do remember like recording that episode and thinking like, okay, it's gonna be this long, whatever. And then it was so quick. Like I sped through it so quack, 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 quick. Every story I was like, oh my God, meh, 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 meh. like I just was so, I don't even know if I was nervous, I just, I think I, I just wanted to get the information out there and I was excited. And I think in my head, a lot of the things were gonna take longer than it actually did. So I, I'm not saying go back and listen to that first episode because I, I don't even know if I would like to do that right now. I probably should. That actually should be something I do in the next few days. But it is one of my top episodes is, it's my birthday and, and I started a podcast. Another episode is, and I've shared this with you guys before, is life lessons my kids have taught me. And I even did a, a second one to that one because like I said, I'm always learning life lessons and my kids are always teaching me, teaching me things about myself, teaching me things about the world, teaching me a lot of fun slang. I don't know if I necessarily need that all the time, but uh, that definitely happens gotta tell you. So my kids the other day, my youngest was saying, Hey mom, do you, do you know these Riz lines? And I was like, pardon, pardon me. So it's no longer pickup lines. It's Riz lines, which is charisma, but they've shortened it down to Riz. So pickup lines are no longer a thing. They're called Riz lines. There you go, my friends. Just 
I gave you that important part of information. But one of my favorite episodes and one of the episodes people always, always, always talk to me about is life lessons my kids have taught me. And I think, I think a lot of it is because I, I do just share honest stories about my kids and, and who they are as people and how they're developing, but also like the fact that kids do teach you things all the time and that, you know, it is an honor to be a parent. And it's also this beautiful relationship back and forth. And I, I still believe that my kids teach me things all the time. Who knows? There might be a three part to that, that episode coming up soon. All right. Another one is summer survival tips for working from home. So also a very near and dear thing to my heart. I have been working from home way before it was cool, way before everyone else did it, way before I don't even know. Like I remember having my babies little at home and like trying to do stuff on my phone while I was feeding, while I was cleaning, while I was diapering, while I was doing all the things. So definitely one of the big fan favorite episodes, one of my favorite episodes, because it's something that I have lived through. And even as they get older, I'm still living through it, right? Like it's still something that has to be done, has to be done in my life. I actually have a kid at home sick right now while I'm filming because that's life, my friends. That's how it happens. Another few favorite episodes are parenting milestones and how they aligned with business. So this was actually, when I first started the show, I had this idea of like, okay, I'll do two business episodes. I'll do an interview episode. I'll do a parenting episode. And then I started realizing that parenting and my business and even like the, the interview episodes were so intertwined. Like I couldn't separate them and I probably shouldn't separate them because that is what makes me me. The fact that I am that Renaissance mama doing it all. I didn't say I do it good. I just said I'm doing it all. So that is when I really started realizing that like everything doesn't have to be so separate. And I already, I did start realizing that I really loved that kind of like the combination about the parenting and business, but maybe I didn't need to be like, this is how you do it. Because like I told you, I'm not the expert. I'm doing things that I do that works for me, that didn't work for me. I'm sharing. But what really makes me happy is that the combination of both, because that's where I think I shine. And that's where I think I'm that little bit different. Well, my friends, before I say goodbye for you today, I want to hear from you. Hop on therenaissancemama.com or hop onto my Instagram at Courtney Renaissance Mama. And I would love to hear from you. What is your favorite Renaissance Mama episode? And once again, I just want to thank you honestly from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you for this hundredth episode. Thank you for the first episode and thank you for every single episode in between. I could not do it without you. So thank you. Bye for now, friends.